Welcome to the Master Your Body podcast. This is a podcast for anyone who is interested in improving the way their body looks, feels, and moves. Working on your body can be incredibly difficult, but also very confusing and overwhelming. In this podcast, we'll separate the good stuff from the time wasters, giving you only the most valuable, useful, and actionable content to help you make progress and master your body. So whether it's building muscle and strength, losing body fat, feeling fitter, healthier, or improving your mental health, we'll cover it all here on the Master Your Body podcast. If you want more great content to help you build your body and mind, you can follow me personally on Instagram at andyclements01 or on YouTube, I'm Andy Clements. My name is Andy Clements and welcome to the Master Your Body podcast. Hey, what's going on everybody? This is Andy Clements. Welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Body podcast. Today is episode number 71 and we're going to talk about uh, the question, is cardio important for fat loss? So a lot of people want to um, lose body fat. Um, but the hell was a lot of people, you know, some people do do it successfully, obviously, but a lot of people, in my opinion, in my experience, the majority of people end up sort of bouncing from a high body weight to a low body weight and then back up to a high body weight and then back down to a low body weight. And they can never really sustainably keep things off, right? They can never really, um, keep the, the weight at a low point or their body shape at a desirable point where they uh, don't have ex- uh, too much excess body fat and they're quite happy with the way they look. They, they can't seem to keep it there. Um, and, you know, that's some people and other people just don't achieve success at all. You know, other people just don't um, achieve the the body they want to full stop because, well, for reasons that we're going to go into in this in this podcast. But, um you know, it's it's it could be frustrating for people, and I understand that. You know, it's 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 having you know trained people in this exact situation for you know the last eight years of my life on a full time basis. I understand how frustrating it can be to um, just not know why or how you can't achieve results. So that you know that's one of the reasons we do this podcast is to hopefully give you some insight into how you can actually turn that around. So. You can sort of lead you to it to, to if, if you've been through this experience yourself, you know, maybe you can relate to, to that sort of situation. It can sort of lead you to to um, sort of thinking, you know, what gives? Why can't I maintain a more desirable body shape? Why every time I lose weight, do I pile it back on? You know, um, and, that sort of, and, and there's, a, there's a multitude of different reasons, but it's normally because um, you're doing unsustainable things. It's normally because, um, you know, you're doing things like, endless amounts of time and co- time consuming boring cardio um you know you're doing like four five six hours a week of just cardio before you've done anything else before you've looked at diet or anything else you're doing like six seven hours a week of cardio um, and it's just not sustainable you know you just you just it's not something that you're going to probably enjoy it's not something that um is going to be what's the right way to put this it's not something that's that's um going to be sustainable that you're going you're going to want to do day in day out for the rest of your life you know and i think if you want to maintain a certain result you need to look at actions that you are able to maintain and build habits out of for the rest of your life and you know cardio every single day probably isn't up there with the things that you want to be doing for the rest of your life right um so you know it's 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 that's probably something to do with it right that in my experience the reason people yo-yo diet and the reason people go up and down in body weight is because what they're doing is not sustainable. But that doesn't mean the cardio isn't important for fat loss. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to um, 
go through some of my thoughts and some of my um, experience of how I formulate plans for people and how I formulate an approach to a fat loss, <clears throat> excuse me, my fat loss um, uh, goal for, for my clients and for people over the years um, and the things that I found have worked best and the things that I've found have not worked best. So the first thing I'm going to say is you don't want to rely on endless amounts of cardio to lose body fat, all right? You don't want to make that a core part of your approach to weight loss or to fat loss, right? Now, the motto I live by when it comes to fat loss is achieve the maximum results with the minimum workload. Does that make sense? So let me say that again, achieve the maximum results with the minimum workload. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the minimum effort, but it means the minimum workload possible to achieve results, right? So, you, you do, the aim is to create a small calorie deficit. So, you know, you've pro, everybody probably already knows this by now, but I'll explain it anyway, that um, the way to lose weight, um, you know, if you're going to lose fat, you probably want to lose weight, um, is to create a calorie deficit, which basically means that you are burning off more energy than you're taking in. So your um, energy output, i.e. the calories you burn, is greater than your energy input, i.e. the calories you take in. Okay, so you move more than you eat, you know, is, I guess is a very oversimplified way of saying that. Um, so create a small calorie deficit. You don't want a big one, you know, because because um, a big calorie deficit is going to result in a big drop in weight. And the bigger the drop in weight, the quicker it's going to stop because you quicker your body's going to slow its metabolism down to meet the, um, uh, the perceived threat to its survival, right? So create a small calorie deficit and keep as many of the tools for weight loss in your back pocket as you can. So don't utilize all your tools from day one. Like, um, you know, don't drop your calories right down. Don't, um, you know, start throwing fat burners in. Don't, um, uh, you know, train every day or twice a day or, um, you know, don't, don't do all these different things and especially don't add endless amounts of cardio in from day one. You know, that's not an intelligent way to go about fat loss, right? Now, a couple of episodes ago, I spoke about the way to start fat loss, and I was speaking about weight training as your primary form of exercise. And in my opinion, if you just start in a fat loss diet right now, um, and you come in from doing nothing and eating junk food or whatever, um, then my um, advice would be to not add any cardio in whatsoever. Just start weight training. Because that's going to help to increase your lean muscle mass. That's going to help to increase your metabolism, which is your amount of calories you burn at a resting rate, which is going to make the whole process easier. You know, not only that, but you're also going to have, um, uh, you know, some actual shape when you drop the body weight down and when you lose the body fat that you want to you want to lose. You're going to have some actual shape left at the end of there. So that's my um, uh, first bit there. So what's going to happen if you do smash cardio from day one? If you do like as soon as you start trying to lose body fat, the first thing you do is jump on the cross trainer or the treadmill and and just start doing like two hours a day. What's going to happen is you're going to lose a lot of weight initially because you're not used to doing that much exercise. So you're going to um, drop your body weight like really fast. Um, But then it's going to also stop dropping really fast. You know what I mean? It's going to start, you're going to hit a point where you hit a wall. And then when you've hit that wall, you've run out of options because you, you've played your hand too early. You've, you've utilized that cardio tool too early. Does that make sense? So once you hit that wall 
um, you know, you've, you've, I don't know, three or four or five weeks in, you've stopped losing weight, you've lost maybe 10, 15 pounds, whatever, which is great, you know, maybe that's all you want to lose, whatever. But, you know, if you've got more than that to lose, then, you know, after, after a couple of weeks when you've stopped losing weight, then where do you go from there? Like, you're already doing, like, one, two, three hours a day. What, are you going to do more? You're going to do four hours a day? You're going to dedicate your entire life to doing cardio? Nobody's going to do that, right? It's not sustainable. And so what normally ends up happening is people stop losing weight, they get frustrated, eventually they quit, uh, they stop doing the exercise, stop doing the cardio, and then the weight comes back on in spades. Uh, because not only do they quit um, the cardio, but they also quit the efforts they were making with the diet because one goes hand in hand with the other um, and they just sort of throw the towel in and the weight comes back on. They normally end up heavier than they were before they started, you know, within a couple of months of starting the diet, um, which is obviously not the desired effect, right? So that's what I want to save you guys from doing. And if you, you know, maybe, maybe this this sort of scenario is like, maybe not in your head right now, maybe this sort of scenario is like chiming with your experiences in the past. It's a really, really common thing that people, uh, a lot of people end up, um, you know, yo-yo dieting and putting weight back on and sometimes ending up heavier than, than when they first started, right? So maybe that's happened to you before. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you all, you're, you're, you've got to sort of maintain that level of, of cardio. Even if, let's, let's say you're successful at um, using this level of cardio to drop your body weight. You've also got to then maintain that level of cardio to maintain that lower body weight, right? Because like I said, as soon as you stop doing it, the weight's going to go back on, right? So you sort of paint yourself into a bit of a corner, so you've got to keep that level of cardio up. And like I said, it's just not sustainable. Like at the start of the podcast, I said, like, can you really see yourself doing this for the rest of your life? <laughs> probably not, right? So um, it's probably not a good idea to try and, and set yourself that goal to get the weight off because then you're basically teaching your body that you need to do that um, in order to maintain a lower body weight. I hope that makes sense. So here's what I, um, my advices on on how to to set things up instead like the different way of doing things so the first thing i would say and again i mentioned this on the i go more in depth on this on this topic on, on a general level for fat loss on the where to start with fat loss, fat loss podcast which was a couple of episodes ago um but the the uh the general thing i would say is start with setting your calories at a base level that's your calories in right so that's your um the amount of calories you eat in every uh, every day right so you set your calories at a base level which is determined on how much you're eating already so you keep a food diary and you're like okay i'm eating i don't know 2000 calories a day 2500 calories a day whatever it is um and then you set your calories maybe like a hundred less than that maybe maybe even just the same as that maybe a hundred less than that so you're creating a small calorie deficit with your food um, and then you get in your weight training sessions in as well. So you're going from sometimes some, some people might go from doing nothing. Some people might go from you know doing muscle building stuff or bulking stuff or whatever um, to uh, just making sure that the calories uh, are at a base level um, and they're hitting them every single day. And then they're getting the weight training sessions in, whether it's two, three, four weight training sessions a week. And um, you know that's that's the basics there. The only other thing I would do from day one is to make sure you set yourself a step goal, which is like how many steps are you doing? How many, how much activity are you doing every day? Because that's the, that's probably one of the most important things that's going to help you to start getting the um, uh, scale moving in the first few weeks. That's not a massive um, time consuming task out of your day every day you know um so the way i would do that again and i spoke about this on the, on the podcast is um 
to just like see how many steps you're doing uh, a day right now, which most uh, mobile phones keep a, a track of how uh, how good you are, not how good you are, but how many steps you do. Um, so like you can open your health app on your mobile phone and you'll be able to see how many steps you have been doing over the last few days, last few weeks, stuff like that. So you can get a gauge of how active you are. Um, if you don't carry your phone around with you all the time, then you know you could use like one of them smart watches, like an Apple watch or a, I don't know, a Fitbit or whatever it is, or like an old school pedometer thing that will just track your steps and it'll just be a, a way of gauging how many steps you're doing, you know? Um, so just try and find a way of, of gauging how many how many steps you're doing on a, on a daily basis and then maybe just like up it by a thousand or up it by 500 or something. So if you're doing like 4,000 steps a day um, just on a normal day, then you just push yourself out your comfort zone that tiny little bit and do 5,000 steps. And like, okay, my baseline is 5,000 steps. I can't go below 5,000 steps. Like don't push yourself so much that you're doing like 15, 20,000 because that's, that's going back into the realms of, you know, stupid amounts of cardio. Do it so it's sustainable um, and like go up by like 500 or 1,000 per day. Um, and then do that for a while. And what you'll probably notice when you do that is your weight starts to drop and it doesn't drop ridiculously fast. It just drops a little bit. So you might lose a pound, you might lose two pounds, you know, per week. So you might get three or four weeks in and you might have lost, um, you know, four to six pounds, let's say. Um, and, you know, then your weight loss stalls, um, which it will eventually. You know, you're not going to lose weight forever. You know, it's got to stop eventually. Like, like, don't be discour discouraged if it stops. Like, it just means that you need to reassess, Okay. So when it reassesses, the good, the, sorry, when it stalls, the, the weight loss stalls, the good thing then is that when you reassess, you've got all these tools you haven't yet used, right? You've got the supplements, you've got the um, extra steps, you've got the, the calories that you can take down, you've got all this different stuff that you can then use and you've also got the cardio you can add in, right? But the cardio would probably be one of the last things I would add in. I would add that in maybe second to last and I would the, 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 the last thing I would do would be to take the calories down um, because I like to try and make sure people are as well fed as possible because the diet is tends to be one of the hardest things to follow. So I don't I don't like to starve people basically, you know. Um, we keep the diet as high as possible and try and get the output to do the work, the, the exercise to do the work. So when your initial, you know, day one things stop working, when your base level of calories, um, your weight training and your steps stop having the effect of weight loss, which hopefully they shouldn't for a few weeks, but they might do quite soon. It depends on the person. Um, so when that stops working, like the next thing I would do would be like, okay, up your steps again. And then, and then I would, that would be all I would do. Like, just make one little change and then you can monitor whether that works or not you know so if you're again let's take this this fictitious person who's eating 2000 calories a day they are uh, weight training three times a week and they're doing 5000 steps and that's enough to get them to lose like four pounds over three or four weeks and then the weight loss stalls for a week um, and then the next thing I would I would ask them to do is okay you you're doing five thousand steps a day let's up it to six thousand and let's do a week at that and then they do six thousand steps a day and they do everything else the same so the life doesn't feel that much different like a thousand steps is like six or eight minutes of walking at a reasonable pace like it's not a big deal um, so they they go to up to six thousand steps a day and 
um, you know, they, they might lose an extra pound or two um, or half a pound or whatever, you know, and then if they stall again, they go up and up and up until they reach their upper limit of how many steps they can reasonably do without being massively uncomfortable. So that might be eight, nine, ten thousand steps a day, whatever, um, and just keep upping it as your weight loss stalls, um, you know, and then, you know, all of a sudden you sort of 10 weeks in, you don't feel like you're dieting because you've not restricted your food massively. You don't feel um, overworked because you're just doing sort of three or four weight training sessions a week. Um, and it's, it's fairly basic stuff. And you don't feel like you're, um, you're sacrificing all your time because oh, you're not doing any cardio yet. You're not doing it. You know, you're just, you're just doing steps. You're just going out walking, which I guess is a form of cardio, but we would call it non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is a fancy way of, of saying um, exercise without exercising, right? So, um, you know, that, that you, that's a way of, of, of following a fat loss program for like, um, I don't know, like maybe six weeks, maybe seven weeks, maybe up to 10 weeks and still continuously losing weight and getting, you know, eight, nine, 10, maybe more pounds off without having a massive workload, you know, so it comes back to that achieve maximum results with minimum workload. Does that make sense? So we've kept the workload low, but we've achieved results by just continuing to be disciplined and committed and consistent. Uh, so that's the um, that's the basics I'd start with. And then again, you know, eventually it's got to stall, you know, and um, once it stalls, when you've maxed out your steps and you've um, you, you're doing your uh, weight training and all the stuff like, like that, then you can look at, okay, can I uh, improve anything else that I'm already doing? So can I train harder in the gym? Can I um, in, uh, up my frequency maybe, you know, so put an extra weight training session in, I don't know. Um, if so, then do that. If not, if you're sort of working maybe at your capacity um, in terms of your what your schedule will allow around work and family commitments and relationships and all the stuff that we have to do in life, then maybe it's time to add a cardio session in at that point. Yeah. So, um, you know, you could either do it on a separate day or you could do it like before or after a workout, you know? So, so I would, for convenience's sake, usually do it after my weight training session. Um, you know, there, there's probably better times to do it like a completely separate time during the day. But I find that, um, for convenience's sake, like I don't have to pull myself away from work. I don't have to pull myself away from, um, you know, my friends or family or whatever. Um, to go and do a cardio session like I could just get all my training done in one go so I'll do my weight training session first because I think that's more important to get right there's more um, technical things you need the energy and the mental focus for and the cardio session I'll do after that now there's a couple of different types of cardio sessions that you can do and you've probably heard of like the the different types of cardio sessions right so you've probably heard of like um hit training or list training and, and and different like circuits training and different things like that now um there's no right or wrong way to do this like if you just want to just add a straight cardio session in and you don't want to think about it too much then just do a, like a list training session which is a low intensity steady state liss which basically just means that you're going to get on like a treadmill or a cross trainer or a bike or something and you're going to do like 10 minutes so you're going to do half an hour you're going to do a certain amount of time right um, and you're just going to do it at one steady pace. You're going to elevate your heart rate a little bit, um, and then you're just going to you're going to work, and that's going to burn some calories in the moment, and then you're going to be done. Okay, so that's that's one way of going about it. That's okay. The advantages of that are that you, it's quite easy to recover from. It doesn't take much away from your recovery, so that you all you're recovering from really is the weight training sessions. 
um, and the, the cardio isn't taking much of a toll on your body. The disadvantage of that is it, it doesn't burn as much calories. It doesn't give you the advantages that something more high intensity will have um, because like a, a high intensity interval uh, training session, like um, that's what we call HIIT training sessions, um, H-I-I-T, um, they, the advantage that they have are that you can um, sort of burn calories for maybe 24, 48 hours after you've finished um, due to you know mechanisms that happen in the body because of the style of training that hit training is because eventually essentially whilst um uh list training uh, the the steady state stuff um burns calories in the moment and elevates the heart rate to a certain point and then keeps it there the um hit training is kind of like mimics weight training in a cardio format so for proper hit training you're going to go all out like a hundred percent or as close to a hundred percent as you can possibly get max effort for like 15 seconds, maybe even 10 seconds, but like it's like to the point where if that sounds like a short amount of time, um, you just do it. Like and and if you are not like feeling like you're gonna die after the 15 seconds, you've not gone hard enough. You know what I mean? So like that's that's the that's the the premise of of hit training. You do 15 seconds on, and then you might do like 45 seconds off. You know, so you you might get on a like a, a spin bike or a like a one of those what's what bikes or like resistance bike things i don't know if i'm explaining that right but you, you'll get on some sort of a cardio piece of equipment you'll go all out on it like you'll sprint on it for 15 seconds and then you'll go super slow and, and try and regain you, your breath and your composure for 45 seconds then when that 45 seconds done you repeat the process you might do 10 rounds of that you know um and that's obviously going to um get your heart rate up a lot it's like spiking your heart rate and then slowly bringing it down and spiking it and slowly bringing it down so it's so you over time your heart rate's going up and up and up and up and up and it's getting faster and faster and faster but it's giving it a break each time you know so it's it's gonna uh, calm down a little bit in that 45 seconds rest so the the all things being equal the hit session is probably more beneficial for fat loss but it takes a greater toll on your recovery. So if you're already feeling mega sore from your weight training sessions, it's probably not a good idea to start adding HIIT training sessions in. It's probably a good idea to add a steady state session. You know, and there's nothing to say that you can't add um, two in, you know, like like a HIIT training session one, one day and then another day um, a steady state session. Um, there's nothing to say that you you can't do any of that stuff that's fine um but again just to reiterate don't jump the gun like only add something else in when your progress stalls so add a like say 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 you add a hit training session in and then you start seeing the weight loss come off again um and then your progress stalls that's the point to add an extra cardio session in not before like don't jump the gun um and don't start pushing things before you're ready to push things. That way you can still keep your lean mass. You can still keep some sort of muscle tissue and lean uh, body mass on whilst dropping body fat instead of doing it the other way, which is what I described at the start, where people just drop like a, a stone in a few weeks and they just drop all weight. They just become a smaller version of themselves instead of changing their entire body shape. Um, so, you know, that that's the way to do it by dropping body fat instead of dropping lean mass and dropping fat and, and lean mass at the same time so hope that made sense cardio can be important but it's only important as a tool um, and it's just one of the many tools in your toolkit when it comes to losing body fat 
Um, and the big thing is to make sure that you're utilizing your tools at the right time. Uh, so, you know, if, if you're um, jumping the gun, then you can expect to see rapid weight loss, but you won't like what you get when you get there because you're going to drop lean body mass and stuff like that. And you're also not going to be able to sustain that lower body weight, which is why you've probably experienced dropping down to a low body weight and then coming up to a high body weight and then dropping back down and then coming back up and doing that yo-yo sort of thing that so many people do. So I hope that made sense. Any questions, um, drop me a message on YouTube or Instagram at andyclements01. Um, and yeah, I'm, uh, I hope that made sense and I hope it was useful and have a good day and I will speak to you again soon. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Master Your Body podcast. Just before you take off, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot of it on your phone and add it to your Instagram story to spread the word. If you tag me in it at andyclements01, I'll repost it as well. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes of the Master Your Body podcast every week, and I'll catch you next time for another episode.